0: If you want to see a Bible picture of a life that is abundantly blessed by God, you will find that picture in the life of Job. Job and his wife had 10 adult children. His entire family loved and feared the Lord. Job was an extremely successful businessman with endless acres of crops and livestock numbering over 10,000 head and enough hired hands to care for all of them. He was the richest man in his part of the world and he was well-known and highly respected by everyone for miles around. The life of Job provides us with a wonderful sample of what it means to be abundantly blessed by God. If you want to see a clear Bible picture of a life severely tested by God, you will also find that picture in the life of Job. Satan was appearing before God. And when God pointed out to Satan what a faithful, God-fearing man Job was, Satan said, Of course Job fears you and obeys you. Why wouldn't he? You've blessed him so much, he'd be crazy not to serve you. But take away all those blessings, and Job will curse you immediately. God had such confidence in Job's faith that he gave Satan permission to bring severe testing into Job's life. In one day, Job lost all ten of his children. He lost all of his industry, all of his wealth. In a second round of testing, Job lost his good health and he lost the support of his wife. And the Bible says, in all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. During this time of incomprehensible suffering and sorrow, Job had a support group comprised of his three good friends, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. These men were remarkable. When they received the news of Job's tragedies, They immediately planned a journey to be an encouragement to their grieving friend. They left their families and their responsibilities and traveled at their own expense, just to be with their friend Job, so that he wouldn't be alone and he would know that he was loved. They turned down the lane that led to Job's house, and they were shocked at what they saw. The smell of death filled the air. What had once been the most envied and raved-about showplace in the entire region was now in shambles. As they neared the main house, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar were not prepared for the pitiful sight of their suffering friend sitting all alone on the ground. In great grief, they each began to weep and cry out, Oh, no! Oh, Job! They tore their garments in despair. They reached down and picked up handfuls of earth, throwing the dirt over their heads as a show of humiliation. They sat down on the ground next to Job, And for seven days and nights, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar were exactly the kind of friends that every grieving, suffering person needs. They said nothing. They didn't have to say anything. Their very presence, sitting there silently on the ground next to Job, said everything that their friend needed to know. We're here. We're with you. After seven days of painful speechlessness, Job finally found the strength to share his heart. I wish I had never been born. Why did God let me live to see all of this? All my fears have come to pass. As Job's friends listened, they should have understood that a person who was enduring such desperate grief might make some pretty extreme statements. It seems they might have given him license to bear his soul to his close friends without fear of every word being scrutinized. But somehow, Eliphaz felt it necessary to add some insults to his friends' deep injuries. You know, Job, over the years you've given comfort and motivation to a lot of struggling people. But now, you're the one struggling, and you're not heeding your own counsel. Have you considered, by the way, that all of this might just be you reaping some wickedness that you've sown? Job said, I believe that if I could have a fair trial before the Lord, you would see that my grieving is warranted, that I am not being judged for my sins, and that your condemnation of me isn't justified. When Job finished, Bildad jumped in. I am not going to sit here and listen to you say that God is not just. God would not let all this happen to a righteous man. Job answered him. So then Zophar had to contribute by mocking Job and calling him a liar. These three men instantly went from being models of perfect friendship to being the most notorious icons of how not to treat a suffering friend. And the change happened because they just had to speak their minds. They had to scrutinize, judge, and advise. All the good that they had done and all the good that they could have done was voided by their decision to critique their friend. And as a result, they will forever be remembered as some of history's worst friends. Christian, the way to be a friend when someone is suffering and grieving is to be there to listen and to love stay the course we pray that today's program was a blessing to you if you have any questions or comments we'd love to hear from you you can email us at stay the course at God bless you so dear Christians stay the course God's promise it is yours we shall